0: Hello, hello, hello everyone. It is Brittany and I am back with another episode of the Poetic Process Podcast. I am here coming at you today with a poem that's a little bit on the doom and gloom side. Oh child, we don't want to talk about it. It's summertime. I'm trying to be outside. Well, the last poem was a little bit more fun and this is something that's really close to me. I've been working on this poem for a while and I've been coming back to it because it's literally like a story story. Um, It's a little bit different than something that I'm used to or typically my poems are again about love or about happiness or about jokes or about like, but these poems are the poems that I keep deep, deep, deep in a book at the bottom of a storage container in a storage locker across town. (laughs) Like this is this type of poem. Um, So I'm going to read it to you if you have issues with curse words, if you have issues with um the thought of death <laughs> I know you're like what the hell is this poem about what is this poem about all right um volume check is low. Well. you might want to turn it down if you haven't turned all the way up and also I'm gonna give you a little bit of a what's the word cliff notes about what this is about this particular poem is about 2019, 2019, 2020, where everything in America or in the world went to complete shit, and nobody really knew it was up. Nobody knew it was down. They didn't know if the world is in this shit. We still don't know if the world is the fuck ended or not. But this poem is basically about that and about me getting COVID the first time. The first time. I know you're saying, "What do you mean the first time?" Yes, the first time I've had it multiple times because I work in healthcare. Um, As you know, there's a lot of things that have been happening in the healthcare system, the great exodus when it comes to the nurses, um, the boom of like people working in laboratory environments, also factory type environments, becoming super spreaders, those that travel also being super spreaders. I will say that I was a... I don't even know what type of word to put on it But I will say that I was one of those people That definitely had COVID more than twice Twice confirmed, one time unconfirmed The one time unconfirmed is this time that I'm telling you this poem <sighs> Let me take a breath Because honestly, it was I was shook I ain't, There's no cap, I was shook Nobody knew what it was It was literally like grasping for straws um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm a grown adult, and my parents are where they are, and I am where I am. And this shit was not something that I could or wanted to handle on my own, but I definitely had to and had to figure out what the hell is this, okay? Also, moreover, when I say I was working in the healthcare setting. And again, it was the quote unquote heroes that people talk about so much. But also, I used to say, well, when I would, you know, talk to my colleagues or like friends and whatnot um, back home about this, like people, they, they had this term, oh, you guys are in healthcare, you're heroes. But it's very much not hero, it's, it's giving sacral visual. Anyway, I, is is it hero or is it sacrificial? Because I'm trying to understand why in the fuck are we all getting COVID and nobody's getting hazard pay, nobody's getting you know time off, and people are very hush hush. Put it aside. Are you exhibiting symptoms? If not, come into work. Like it was really giving that, and it's very like people understand. If you work in the sphere of healthcare, you understood how fucked up and how nobody knew what the fuck to do, and you can't really blame anybody because it's not even the healthcare system or the hierarchy. It's really just how America is set up to handle these types of situations. Nobody really knew what to do, and like honestly, you have to come to work because who is going to take care of these sick people? You're sick, they're sick, we all just sick in this motherfucker, and like now this thing is just gone, and nobody's talking about it. Anyway, I'm in a comfortable space when I feel okay with sharing this poem. This poem is not titled, nor does it have a climatic ending, which most of my poems do.
1: There, it's really just a story. I can't cry with the fear it'll aggravate my symptoms. Chest tight, blurry vision. My body is weak. I don't want to speak too quickly as I'll become breathless. Can't think to eat. Trying to stay up with the fear of drifting during my sleep. No one to talk to. I'm probably fine. It's all on my mind. I know I'll be a patient soon. I'm aware I stare at the wall for seeing with near. Oxygen and being fluoxetine will soon be a part of my daily needs. How do I know? Because I do. And if you knew me, you would know too. I write to you, the other me to get through, because the emergency room isn't an option tonight. I've been to the urgent care twice. All I can do is pray to make it through the night. Despite feeling breathless, how reckless can I be? How sickly did I not know I was? I look above and I might find peace as tears fall from my eyes. Have I been chosen? I'm tired, God. I'm awakened. I'm sorry, God, for our forsaking you. I've always taken care of me through the grace of you. I've always taken care of me because no one else did, nor is it their responsibility. But I can't do this anymore. I've been brought to my knees. I've suppressed my feelings. I've put on smiles. I've pressed through anxiety. Or that's what they told me. But never have I ever experienced such a thing. This is December 2019. I felt like a dark spirit had moved into my body and posted. As I walked freely, I felt like something was squeezed in my diaphragm. I consistently had body aches, muddled taste, a low desire for eating. I lost 20 pounds on the couch that winter. I didn't recognize myself. To have lost control in this way, I didn't know what to say. To not have an answer confused me. I'm used to being in control of everything. But when your body takes a turn, there's no bearing. Back to work. I pushed through. Plain to plain, swollen calves and toes, rashes along my thoracic cavity, hot tea, hot tea, hot tea every day I drank, sleeping, sitting up to help my airway. It wasn't easy in those beginning weeks. Then boom, there's this new thing called COVID-19. I've heard of it, but I didn't know the extent of the symptoms. No one did. Apparently, my doctors neither. I have been taking Xanax, albuterol, and hydroxyzine for what they deemed late onset asthma and panic attacks because of it. I don't blame them. I don't feel resentment. I believe hydroxyzine saved my life. Antihistamine properties helps the fight. Peer-reviewed PubMed posted this twice, but flight to flight. L.A. to Baltimore, Denver to Lubbock, to Houston, to Austin, to Iowa, To Kansas, to Kansas, back to fucking Kansas. It was inevitable. I get it again. Poison in my veins. Same thing. Heavy in the chest. I can't breathe. Plane to plane with recycled air. Face mask down, face mask up, face mask down, face mask up. Somebody's eating nuts and nobody gives a fuck. But I'm the hero. With the checks with a whole lot of zeros. Hospital to hospital. Lab to lab. Testing equipment, making the big fucking bags. But I'm not breathing. Eating from somebody else's hands. Sleeping in bougie, moderately sanitized hotel rooms. Cheesing, barely sleeping, not wanting to breathe in. Gasp after gas contaminating my lungs, but it's big, big fun. Flued out, only home on Saturdays. If you want to see me, motherfucker, you better catch a plane. Three years of my life down a fucking drain. Patriarchy on my neck. I just want a breath. I fucking quit.
0: that was beautiful i kind of freestyled at the end i did a little something extra yeah i did it myself (laughs) that's what it was really giving but honestly that actually tied it with a bow i was having a hard time trying to figure out how the ending of that poem was going to come out and it actually came out good anyway in a nutshell it was just like a shit show and It's really, it just boiled down to mind over matter. Like, that's how I really got through COVID-19. I did the CMOS when I was sick. When I realized, you know, what it was the second time. Yeah, like, I crash dieted out of it. But the first time, it was really a lot of breath work. Like, I would literally sit up and go to sleep. They say not to lay on your back when you have a congestion um but I wasn't congested it was just all in my chest so I would sit up because it would help me breathe um at nighttime because it got really bad at night and it's like I would review people's COVID-19 stories like when it I won't say it got more popular but when a lot of people started getting it and I was like yo I literally had the same thing and also another Eerie, not eerie, but strange symptom of COVID-19 in POC is skin tone and discoloration. So, I had a weird rash all over my thoracic cavity, all over, like, my where my lungs would be. I had a rash. And it's just, like, n- nobody really knows the symptoms. Nobody's pinpointed. Like, everybody has had different reactions to it. But honestly i will say the breathing was the worst feeling it really feels like somebody is squeezing you like i will literally be talking and i'm like like i can't turn over that breath and it wasn't even like a panicky situation it was just like i can't breathe like i'm not coughing i don't have a fever it's just like my lungs were under attack it was the weirdest shit ever and it lasted for such a long time. And I really thought it was a mind over matter situation. So I would push myself to like walk. And I would push myself to take deep breaths. And I would sit on the floor. And I would close my eyes. And I would be like, you can do this. You can breathe. You can breathe. You know, you're, just, you're just making it up. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. They said you had anxiety. You know. Uh-huh. You can't breathe. Like you can do it. Like I literally told myself that. And like it took a, it took a long ass time for it to move out of my system. Like to move. But, yeah, I never, ever, 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 ever want to have that version of COVID ever again. I don't have COVID ever again, period. But that shit, <laughs> the fuck not. I rebuke it. I was in my house throwing Florida water. <laughs> not Florida water, but just literally praying in my house because I really felt like somebody had sprung a demon upon me. <laughs> <laughs> because that shit was wild. I'm laughing now, but I was dead ass in a dark place, and I really just like fuck it. Like, take me out now. Like this shit is the fucking devil. Like, honestly, not take me out, but I was just at peace with it. Like, I really can't breathe, and I really don't know what the fuck's going on. And they told me it was in my head, basically. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. That's what it was giving. But yeah. And to put all of that into perspective, to have a job that was extremely labor intensive at the time, being in healthcare, being the quote unquote hero, you're like, you know what, all these people are needing X, Y, and Z. You want to make sure that you're available and you're making yourself available to the public and catering to others, but also you yourself are are in a condition in which you can't perform to your maximum capacity and you don't want to look like, okay, I'm a specific demographic, a female, you know what I'm saying? I'm not no, I'm not trying to come off of like no bitch. Like I can't handle my shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like balancing acts. And also there was no time for self care. When I tell you only home on Saturday was an understatement i would be home on saturday and still working paperwork filing organizing preparing myself for the next week washing clothes and things like that and there was no balance there was no fucking balance and when people realize you can really i don't want to delve too deep into like that part of it but It was definitely exacerbating my symptoms even if there was a minute amount of anxiety a minute amount of like on top of having covid long covid and still i would still say covid symptoms but long covid is a real thing on top of like bruh and to get it multiple times like, being prodromal. Like, the second and third time, fever symptoms, definitely a lot of congestion, and cough. But the first time, it was like, it just snuck up on me. Like, it was all in my chest. <sighs> mm-hmm. Is there anything else I want to say about this poem? No. I think it's good. Well, thank you for tuning into the poetic process podcast this poem i am not going to title it i'm just going to let it be a story i'm going to call the podcast title episode of covid 19 anxiety i think that's a good title for the, the poem but i don't have a title for this poem it's very much a story and yeah thanks for listening bye